You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshie on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Take 
Listening to African Perspectives, where we review the issues of our day from an African worldview and African centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Tymeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say Ashe. We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, 
Benin, Great Zimbabwe. Civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So he poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So he poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Shemhotep means go in peace. Asante Sana means thank you. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi. Hotel family, hope you're well today. Hope you're going to have a great day today and a good weekend. And hope that the get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, and will do. And hope the weather will be accommodating for you to do it. But, of course, if it's not, and it has to get done, it must be done, it will get done because you're going to do it. That's why we have much respect and love for you. Keep on keeping on. Keep on doing it. Don't procrastinate. 
You're listening to the African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or as my good brother, Brother Irv Lewis knows, uh, 8 to 10 Pacific. <laughs> yeah, going to have a good day today. Other programming we have here on African Perspectives is, once again, this program is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. All times are going to give our Eastern times. And... Um, on Mondays from 8 to 9, Black Therapy Central with Dr. Maria Kambon, Dr. Kamal Kambon, and their daughter, Nataki Kambon. And then that's followed from 9 to 10 from Conversation Reparations with Brother Jamoki and Sister Lacey of Encobra every first and third Mondays. On Tuesdays, Black Reality Think Tank, and I have great news that uh, Dr. Rogers is well. He's in Florida. He's doing well. There was some concern. His daughter had called me and and put something on television in Milwaukee and whew, got a big stir. But Dr. Rogers is fine, and I'm hoping that he'll be back on because I talked to Brother Elliot at maybe this Tuesday. We'll see. In fact, Dr. Rogers, if you're listening, give me a call after the program. All right. On Thursdays from 7 to 8, Mississippi on the move, the Black Liberation Movement. On Friday, if it's Friday, oh, it's today Friday? Oh, well, at 8 p.m. this evening, it'll be time for an awakening. Brother Elliot and Brother Richard, time for an awakening. Saturday from 7 to 9, the Sankofa Elders Council. And then Sunday at 7 p.m., once again, time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. <clears throat> and the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest on largest online market place for American African owned businesses is webuyblack.com brothers and sisters get everything you need from American African owned businesses webuyblack.com of course the holiday season is approaching and some of your spending power would love for you to do that with American African owned businesses uh, in your in your community or online whatever share that you know big about big amount of money that's going to be going straight from our pocket into theirs. We buy black. Brother Bamani Tayemba was my guest this past Wednesday, and um, man, I tell you, love that brother, and love what he has done and continues to do, you know, making all our people understand and be aware. <clears throat> you have an opportunity, and you have a, a real choice to be African and to learn what it means to be African. Go to the motherland. See for yourself. Not as some kind of tourist to sightsee and so forth, but to get the feel of the people, the land, the culture. So, Africa for the Africans, brothers and sisters. AfricaforTheAfricans.org And of course, the upcoming trip is Ghana, December 24th to January 5th, 2023. Then after that, March 30th to April 10th, going to Senegal and Gambia. Then May 24th to June 5th, 2023, Ghana. July 20th through the 30th in 2023, Rwanda. November 16th through the 27th, 2023, Tanzania. And then December 24th to January 4th, 2024, Azinia, 
March 29th to April 9th, 2024, Liberia. Everything you need, not just to take a trip on the itinerary I just mentioned, but even if you are planning to go, wherever that is on the continent, everything that you're going to need is on the website, Africa for the Africans. If you want to see pictures, go to YouTube.com. Excuse me, if you want to see pictures, go to Facebook.com forward slash Bomani. You want to see videos, go to YouTube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. Africa for the Africans. Habashah. Habashah Incorporated. Habashah stands for helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. And of course, they have done that on the, on the uh, continent with the Kashi Project in Ghana. Go to HabashahIncorporated.org and see for yourself of what they're doing. Ledge, Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics, the Ledge Group, Brother Peter Brown, and the great work that they're doing, uh, and especially in the areas of things that are vital to human existence, which is food, water, clothing, and shelter. They have 12 projects in six different countries, with over 170 employees, and over 260 members. Become a member of the Ledge Group. Abibi Atumi. Abibiatumi.com. Go to Abibiatumi.com. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I. Abibiatumi.com. Smy Pharmacy. Give Brother Jabril a call. They have some nice uh, gifts for the holiday season that they can put together. Stuff for, uh, you know, for building build immunity and, and all kinds of good stuff like that. Smy Pharmacy family. My pharmacy. Give them a call at 731-327-6229. That's 731-327-6229. Smy Pharmacy. If you want to drop on my email, go to Smy Pharmacy. S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y at gmail.com. Smy Pharmacy. Moses West Foundation. Brothers and sisters, the Moses West Foundation. Go to the MosesWestFoundation.org. And you can see what they're doing in Jackson, Mississippi, providing the water that is necessary for, for it's essential. Water is, it just ain't no doubt about it. Well, if you're a human being, in fact, everything on the planet that lives, it needs water. Water is vitally important. So please, um, in your giving, uh, look at, and I've mentioned all kinds of things. I'm going to mention some more. But uh, one of the things I think that's important is uh, directing some funds to the Moses West Foundation dot org. He's not looking for investors. Ain't about invest. He's looking for donations. He wants to just provide water to people around this planet. Around this planet, he will be setting up an African, <clears throat> just like he set up the George, um, the Jackson, Mississippi, and others. He's done that. Where, you can, where your donation will go directly to the fund for supplying water for Africans. So, all right, Wadada's, Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar located and, uh, in the West End. Uh, that's here in Atlanta, Georgia, Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard, across the street from the Soul Vegetarian Restaurant, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna, and the Shrine... Uh, let me get this in here while I'm talking about the shrine. The shrine, um, yeah, they have Kwanzaa. They have a Kwanzaa on the 30th. 
And I'm, I know my brother will be there, Brother Kenazaki. They're in the West End. They're just around the Black Madonna. Black Friday. <laughs> a Kwanzaa Black Friday. And uh, going to have vendors, open mic, all kind of good stuff, creative marketing workshop. Kwanzaa. Yep. At the Black at the Shrine of the Black Madonna. I'm so happy, you know, that they have in-person Kwanzaa. And, of course, the Shrine of the Black Madonna, the Cultural Center and Bookstore, it, they have a holiday schedule, which is Friday from 11 a.m. today, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., and then tomorrow, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., and then Sunday from 1 to 3. Those are the times. And, of course, the Shrine is located at 946 Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard. All right. Yep. So I'm coming back to that because I got to find some else. Ah, <laughs> uh, and of course, with Dada's Healthy Marketing Juice Bar, give them a call. And they just have all kinds of good stuff there from a health standpoint. They also have a lot of vitamins and supplements and, and spices and everything. Give them a call at four four zero four 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 one six three five four zero four one six three five. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Um, stopped by there last a uh, few days ago. And um, poured libation, yeah, Mama Nia, beautiful. And uh, give her a call because she has a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, gift certificates, T-shirts, figurines, and so much more at 404-346-3263. And I know some of the people who are listening in your town or in your locale or wherever you are, you don't have a bookstore. And I know you want one. And I know you want to check out one. Well, give her a call. If she doesn't have the book that you're requesting, she'll get it ordered for you. And all you got to do is pay for it and do it for the shipping. And there you go. The Medu Bookstore. Medu stands for writings. The Medu Nature. Nature stands for gods. The writing of the gods. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The Black Dot Cultural Center Bookstore in Lithonia, which is east of here. My good brother, Gazimdia Jamu. The Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar, located in Lithonia. Give them a call at 770-305-6373, 770-305-6373. The Black Dog Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar in Lithonia. Now, that's going east on I-20. And uh, your exit would be 74. You make a left. And on that main street will be the Black Dog cultural center and bookstore and coffee bar but uh if you want to go a little further east jump back on i-20 going east and the next exit is exit 75 and that's turner hill road go down make a right onto turner hill road three lights make another right and there on the left will be the new black wall street market the new black wall street market getting ready for the holiday season i know that's right us lifting us the the Economic Development Cooperative for Our People in the Spirit of Ujamaa. I listened to their broadcast last night, and Brother Ankti was serving them up, man. Brother Ankti and, and the sister, I can't remember the sister's name who was hosting, but Brother Ankti and all the other members of us lifting us. The Economic Development Cooperative for Our People, the Spirit of Ujamaa, Cooperative Economics, or as we like to say, Family Centered Economics. Us lifting us. Their Thursday night broadcast every Thursday night from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern. And if you want to call, it's on Blog Talk Radio. I'm sorry. BlogTalkRadio.com. BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash ULU. 
If you want to call to listen or you, if you have questions, comments, or concerns, dial 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us lifting us. Homeland Village Cultural Gift Shop in Nacon, Georgia. Brother Abija is open Tuesday through Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. And brothers and sisters, everything, he's got everything up in that store and that business. Even as a, a vegan restaurant, man, give Brother BJ a call at 478-256-1166. That's 478-256-1166. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Africa must unite. Ashe. That's right. Sun Goddess Sense. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop located at 4140 Jonesboro Road inside the International Discount Mall, booth 225. Give my good sister Shelly Amonset a call at 404-434-7963. That's 404-434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Sanjay Dash Haidi, what a great program that Sister Gabby Arulia has created to help the young children in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti, up in the hills with a great program of education, health care, sustainable agriculture, and of course entrepreneurship. Brothers and sisters, see for yourself Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E dash Haiti, A-Y-I-T-I dot org. Sanjay dash haiti.org what a program I tell you man it's just beautiful ah okay I got to talk about the Baruti uh, NEI has a program tomorrow let me pull that up for myself so I can give you the correct information she has a program tomorrow and that's going to be honoring our, our sisters that's right honoring our warrior sisters and so I gotta find that program. Uh, okay. As I'm going through here. Okay. Sorry, I oh yeah, also too, Sister Abia uh sent me something on Matulush um Matulu Shakur. Of course Matulu Shakur just got out. Um, you know, and that's tomorrow as well. At the at Unite Tea Cafe, and that's located uh, <clears throat> here in Atlanta. That's located 640 Evans Street, Southwest here in Atlanta. And uh, doors open at uh, 9 p.m. And it's a fundraiser for Matulu Shakur. Of course, he is a political prisoner, and he's at he's had health he has health challenges. It's hosted by. Molly Davis, of course, attorney Molly Davis, my good brother, good friend, man. Just brothers that just, just does great work in our community, man. Just outstanding. So that's tomorrow. And uh, to help fundraise for Matulu Shakur. Okay. And then let me find this. <laughs> yeah. No, it's about Kwanzaa. Uh, okay. Be patient. Be patient. Thank you. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> uh, thank you for your patience. 
did I pass it up? Yeah. Well, she, she has the um. Hmm. It's tomorrow. The, the women's honoring our warrior women. Aha. Uh-huh. No, brother. Oh, she, you have it. It's right here. Yeah, she's right here. Anyhow, the Sixth Circle, this is an invitation to all of us, men, women, and so forth, uh, celebrating our warrior mothers. That is tomorrow from 4 to 6. From 4 to 6, the donation is $10, $5 for teens, you know. And, of course, if you want, if you have any questions, you can call Mama Inia at 404 753 Seven two three seven four zero four seven five three seven two three seven, but if you are going to make that move, uh, you know, make the donation. You can use PayPal. If you use PayPal, yahbaruti at yahoo dot com. If you use Cash App, dollar sign yah m baruti, and then of course put the pertinent information, which is celebrating our warrior mothers, your name and your email address, so that link can be sent to you, so you can participate uh, tomorrow. From four to six, from four to six, and of course, Baba, Baba Baruti will be doing a presentation. Uh, rights fundamental, the fundamentals of rights of passage program, or how to establish a good rights of passage program in your particular area. It's going to be live at the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore in Lithonia, sixty nine eighty four Main Street in Lithonia, and it's a ten dollars per person, you know. But it'll also be streamed, and of course, you can. Take advantage of that um, by donating $10, and you can send that to PayPal or uh, Cash App and include the rights fundamental, your name, and your email address so that can be sent to you so you can participate with Baba Baruti. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, what I'm doing next? Ah, yes. Oh, man. That's why you should uh, go to Akben House. Akabinhouse.com because Baba Baruti has a fine, great selection of books. Akabinhouse.com. This is the N.Y. Saysim. I'm going to read four today. Uh, I usually read three on Fridays, but I'm going to read four because in, in, in just doing this, uh, I can't leave out Martin R. Delaney and what he has to say, which is on point. And of course, you know, um, It's also dated December 9th, and then I'll go back to the other Inyesesim. This is from book two. Our culture is to be redeemed, and it is a great and glorious work, and we are the instruments by which it is to be done. But we must go from among our oppressors. Let me repeat. But we must go from among our oppressors. It never can be done by staying among them. It can never be done by staying among them. Martin Robinson Delaney. Martin R. Delaney, a true Pan-Africanist. We have been broken into adopting an individualistic analysis of events and conditions in the lives of African people. When examining African phenomena progressively and from an African center, many of us misdiagnose the nature and magnitude of our problems because of this narrow sight. Our captivity, our enslavement is but one example of this limited analysis. For as atrocious and horrific as the crimes committed individual enslaved Africans were, we do not give the tearing apart of us as a people 
the far greater emphasis it deserves. Too many of us see these individual acts as special, specific, and in singular. We tend to focus more on the pain of whipping, breaking, drowning, twisting, starving, experimenting, murdering, etc. Done to individuals than the more profound and far-reaching effect of ripping African people and communities apart. Still today, we become angry with the bad guy, the police officer who pulls the trigger, the politician who makes a racist statement, the banker who cheats us. We continue to attribute what is done to us to the immediate actor, business organization, which are but agents of a nation on a genocidal warpath against us. We continue. We continue to attribute what is done to us to the immediate actor, business organization, which are but agents of a nation on a genocidal warpath against us. Our righteous rage is deflected away from its nationalist, culturally and socialist institutions, institutionalized sources, and unto mere action figures, puppets, scapegoats, tentacles of a killing machine on a feeding frenzy for African minds, bodies, and soul. The whole is not without intent. Affirm, I comprehend and concretely pursue nationalism. Affirm, I comprehend and completely pursue nationalism. Yeah, man, I tell you. It's on point. December 8th, a black man, an African man, African, any African human being being able to survive the horrendous evil circumstances in which one inevitably finds oneself trapped must be some kind of a giant with great and particular abilities, with an armor as resistance as steel, yet made of purest gold. Sister Abby Lincoln. Abby Lincoln. Nothing but a man, starring Abby Lincoln and Ivan Dixon, is the story of Africans surviving this reality. It, det- it details the intensity with which the fragile, frightened psychosis of the European mind works to break African spirits to the point of a voluntary vanquishment. Those of us who survive this madness with our manhood and our womanhood intact are the greatest threats to the survival of European empire on this earth. When you watch this movie, you will easily understand why it was Malcolm X's favorite movie. One of mine too. Affirm, I am a phenomenal African warrior scholar. Affirm, I am a phenomenal African warrior scholar. Brothers and sisters, you can go to YouTube and uh, watch uh, Nothing But a Man. Um, So many other ways. It's a great movie. Believe me, it's a great movie. Nothing But a Man. Abby Lincoln and Ivan Dixon. December 9th. Those who know themselves are not intimidated by those who claim cultural supremacy and hegemony. Nana Beaufort, Dr. Asa Hilliard. Those seeking to be self-taught will be faced with a very difficult internal battle of defining academic success. We have been so well trained to think of measuring our intellect in terms of matriculating through the formal educational system 
that any other way tends to pale by comparison. Basically, this is a spiritual issue because those who choose to educate themselves know that what they are doing is more beneficial to African people. And, and in it is only through communing with the spirit that we can overcome this guilt or having received an African versus Eurocentric education. Meditate on your divine righteous purpose and the corruptive nature of a compromised education until this is no longer an issue. Doing this while struggling to survive, present even more trying to challenge. You will struggle. You will be challenged. You will be forced to look deeply into your talents to find ways to encounter the hostilities and satisfy your needs. You will have to deal with a world that fights against your African essence. Sadly, applying your excuse me, sadly applying with a applying our energy in this way is so underrated among Africans in Western society. Yet it is a freedom unrivaled by anything the Negro world has to offer. It will teach you who you are and what you are not. It will give you an unbelievable inner strength that vital, unstoppable force that Europeans fear so intensely. Affirm, I know myself and I am not intimidated by those who fear my genius. Affirm, I know myself and I am not intimidated by those who fear my genius. December 10th. Many of the problems and puzzles of history could be cleared up if we could only get over the absurd propaganda that Africa, for some strange and mysterious reason, has for ages been cut off from the rest of the world. Our great warrior, honored ancestor, John G. Jackson. Man, just all in a row, just great men. And, you know, Martin R. Delaney, Sister Abby Lincoln, Nana Beaufort, Dr. Asa Hillier, and now John G. Jackson bringing you wisdom in the, narr in the narratives of Baba Baruti. Many Africans cannot get beyond Kemet in locating the origins of African civilization, but we must remember that Kemet was an extension of a more southern heart of an African civilization that spanned the entire continent. Kemet thrived and is best known primarily because of its extensive written record of African thought, its substantial, elaborate line of royal lineage, its strategic location in ancient trade, and its great scientific scholarly genius. However, many Africans who laud Kemet's greatness do so in a subconscious effort to remain within the field of European validation. They honor it only because it is being recognized as such by Eurocentric political science. The color and features of the Arab people who now occupy Kemet, unlike the ancient Kemetic people who were African, who were black, who were melanated, is closer to that of Europeans than Africans. And Medunetra is acceptable to European definitions of civilized writing. These Eurocentric rationalizations serve to disconnect Kemet from the rest of African continent for those Africans, making it a safe place for them to search for their roots inside, but still outside of Africa. 
Affirm, I recognize all of the motherland has our undivided heritage. I say, affirm, I recognize all of the motherland has our undivided heritage. Brothers and sisters, the Inye Sesim of daily revolutionary thought. Ah, man, that's gonna, that right there is great, gonna prepare us for all this knowledge that this co-host is gonna bring because you know, brother, brother Irv, just he don't be playing. Ain't that right, brother Irv? <laughs> Good morning, brother Oshie. Good morning, man. Brother Oshie. <laughs> I'm listening. Brother, brother, you 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 you, you tell you talk about I bring knowledge, brother. You bring so much knowledge and you you and you inspire thought. I, when I listen to you speak, I, I need revolutionary thought every day. I, yeah. I think I've told you this before. Yeah. Uh because I don't Watching TV, uh, even even so far as magazines and newspapers that I do read, I still read. Uh, I don't see those and headlines. I'm 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 steered towards where they want me to, what they want right. me to think and what they want me to see. And I and I say they, I'm talking about people who identify themselves as white. Mm-hmm. And I, I say that because it's, it's not only them; it's their their gatekeepers who uh, carry their water. Yeah. And we can we can throw names all day long, but we all know who we're talking about. Sure. Um, but you are. When you speak, man, you you just bring up a lot of a lot of things. I, I really quickly, and I don't even want to. Um, I have one announcement I'm going to say before I start into what I was going to say. Brother Anthony Bow- Brower, yeah, is going to be in Baltimore t- tonight. Oh, that tonight? Tonight? Oh uh, man, I know you're going yeah, to go. Tonight, I know I would go. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wanted to. You know, I wanted to listen to the brother. It said uh, yeah. nine o'clock on Harper Road in Baltimore. If anybody can get by Brother Jabari's place. Uh, he's, um, he's, yeah, he's going to be there. He brought the other brother there before. Uh, uh, I saw him there. Uh, Asher. Oh, yeah, Oscar. Asher McQuaid. Yeah, yeah, Asher. Yeah, Asher McQuaid. Asher McQuaid. Mm-hmm. Christmas. And, yeah, he, he stopped me from going to Walmart. That's I got for this to him. <laughs> I don't need to buy nothing. <laughs> I don't want to go anyway. I'm just... <laughs> but he was, he was deep, man. He, he put it yeah. where you could, could understand that he was very yeah. Well, you know, I think I, I think since the passing of of, of, of my of my dear friend, um, you know, about um, uh, you know, Ronoko Rashidi, uh, Ashwa Kwesi, yeah. I think would be one of the more foremost uh, brothers to and his wife to talk about ancient Kemet in mm-hmm. you know in some detail because um, he's done right. that for many years, and there's and there's still a lot of others. I mean, you know, Wade Nobles, him and uh, Naeem Akbar used to. Uh, have a tour to Kemet um, every year themselves. You know, and there's so many others, but I think, you know, because, you know, the work that Renoko had done, he dedicated, of course, his life uh, to it. And uh, he sat at the feet of those African scholars I just named. He, John G., just pictures of him and John G. Jackson, Dr. Clark, uh, Chancellor Williams, you know, and, and I met him yeah. uh, about 20 years ago, and we became friends. Took him around Milwaukee. <laughs> Me and him was hanging out in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, and 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 and, and of course visited him at his home when I went to uh, Baltimore for not Baltimore for um, California. California. He lives in California. Went there, right. and they had the street festival in in in, uh, in Crenshaw neighborhood. You know, in Crenshaw. Watts, yeah. Watts. You know, street festival. And it was big, yeah. big street festival. Wow. But yeah, but I had a chance to sit with him and talk with him and. Man, his his house is just books had, everywhere. 
Oh, well, he's, got, he's a photo, he's a photographer like I am. So he, yeah. he likes and pictures and yeah. he records everything. Well, that's but, his, that's his, that's his presentation. Just, a friend of mine just, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got his books. But a friend of mine just texted me and said that, um, I'm, he wanted me to repeat the Anthony Brower thing for tonight sure, in Baltimore. But he said because a commercial played while I was talking. That is oh, such a, a, a Wow, see that? Yeah. Um, yeah it really it, is, man. And that's, that's why that's why when uh, brother Paul gave me that, that link that you could do instead of going yeah. on on uh, um you know tune in. Because you go on we'll tune in to get the program, tune right. in interrupts this broadcast, throw a commercial, whatever that right. might be, you know, which is unfortunate. But we're gonna announce that again and we'll announce it uh, before the end of the program for those uh, you know, Baltimoreans, Correct. you know, who Correct. want to take advantage of it. Believe me, it's worth it. To, if, uh, you know, yeah. man, he puts up, uh, Anthony, wow, that's yeah, that's yeah, Tony Broder and, and the work that he has done is phenomenal. The, the, the excavation of, a, of another, um, in the Valley of the Kings, you know, another tomb yeah. he's done. And, and, and the work, and in fact, um, him and, um, Renoko had done a lot of work. I've, I've been to two presentations with uh, them both headlining, so to speak, in the program. I, oh, I wow. went to uh, um, D.C. Uh, 2018, I think it was. 2018. And me, and me, me and Brother Kwaku and, and brother, another brother from Louisiana. We had a great time. It was beautiful. And um, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. It had been. So, Brother to, Broward gets walking tours in DC too. Yeah, you know right, right. Yeah, that's that's when his tours. book, uh, yeah. uh, uh, and taken from his book, uh, Egypt on the Potomac. So he shows Egypt you all Potomac, of the yeah. comedic symbolism all throughout because he, the first one I remember, remember his book, and I told him when I first met him, I hadn't met him before, but I used his book, uh, um, you know, uh, it's. Um, so what's the name of that book, man? I'm gonna tell you, man. I gotta, I gotta take some ginkgo paloma or something, man. Okay, well, there about some ginkgo from the broader yeah, file. Now, yeah. now, Valley uh, civilization. Of the right. Book that oh yeah, that's that's a great one. I made a PowerPoint out of that one. Oh. You know, a now Valley <laughs> contributions, but from the broader file. That's I. That book was uh, yeah. out. I used that book and I gave that book to young people. I felt. Man, this book is very readable. It's very simple. You can grasp the concept. You can you get into it, and you can you know start to you know infuse yourself with consciousness, information, and knowledge yourself. And so, uh, when I was right. still in the fire department, of course, and and on my off days working, uh, on my off days, I would uh, go to schools and talk with young people. And and I must have gave out that book about mm-hmm. fifty of them. And I and I told him. You know, when I saw him, because um, this is this is deep. I was with a, a, a group in uh, D.C. for um, a leadership from the UW, University of Wisconsin Milwaukee leadership program, and I just started walking around the community around. A ho- you remember the Harambe Hotel in D.C.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was walking. We, we were staying at the Harambe. It was still the Harambe Hotel. That's how long ago this is, because. Uh, uh, um, Howard University took the hotel over and used it for dealing with, you know, hospitality, how to, 
you know, manage a hotel and so forth. So, but it was still the Harambe right. Hotel. Not only that, but Frances uh, was doing her presentations at the Harambe Hotel at the time. So I got a chance to sit in on that. This is just a great man. I mean, this is just great. So I'm wow. walking around in the neighborhood and I passed by this school and just something, it was the, it was the spirit. And, and there, Kathy Hughes, uh, you know, who uh, has the radio station, sister from Omaha, Nebraska, Kathy Hughes, Radio right. One, TV One. She was there along with Anthony Browder, you know? And, and, and I met him there wow. and told him that, you know, how he used his book and so forth. And then saw him again at the uh, uh, Indiana Black Expo where he, where the book just came out. So I, I got it from him there at the Indiana Black Expo. Hey, man, that Indiana Black Expo mm. was, for me, uh, just phenomenal. Uh, that, that, that whole weekend, you know, uh, had so many uh, people there. Colin Muhammad. <laughs> Colin was there, you oh know, spitting God. fire. Oh. Uh, uh, um, Anthony Browder was there, of course. Oh. Tupac Shakur was there. <sighs> man, oh. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali was there because he has a boxing uh, program named, you know, named for him. At there, I had a chance to hug on Muhammad Ali again, man. And what year was this? This was ninety. This was ninety six, ninety seven, somewhere around there. Ninety six. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and uh, uh, it's just man, fantastic. So many other things happened at the Indiana Black Expo, and I stayed uh, with. Um, the uh, uh, Turner family, uh, and and stay with them, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just beautiful man. It's just great. <laughs> I'm blessed, man. I tell you, I've been. <laughs> I'm tell you, Irv, I, I've, wow. I've been blessed, man, to be fortunate to put myself now, in a position. Huh? You're here for a reason, brother. You're here to pass this on. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Can I can hear. You? I got okay. you. Sure. You're here, you're here. You're here. You're here to pass this on, man, because these brothers are. A transition and they're going on to the other side and uh and you're here to to to, to keep the legacy going and, and when you say you gave books away especially books that can be easily understood uh, the, i think the reason a lot of people don't look into history because they think it's more com- complex than it is history right. we're living history right now that's this right is history. that's right um I, I, and, and when i say the word history some cultures embrace history Mm-hmm. The Jew will put a brick in a building with their name on it. They'll keep showing movies about their Holocaust every year, like you, like they put um, the Wizard of Oz on every year, and right. the Snowman on the TV every right. year. Ben Hur comes on and lets you know that God is white and Moses is white. Yeah. So there you go. But but you, but but we as a people, as as, as American Africans, we have to embrace history. The one thing that was done super fast. And this, and with all this bureaucracy that we have in this community, in our, in the United States, they quick, these white people quickly pass bills to stifle, uh, what's it called, critical race theory. Yeah. Because it was about history. Any he, the, the black man, whatever the, the American African, the black man, you, you cannot have any history because if you have history, then comes knowledge of self. And, not, and you spoke of this earlier. Knowledge of self gives you a starting point. It gives you a, a reference. It gives you strength. When you know where you come from, you can say I come from kings and queens, but when you start giving me dates, Ocean, you start telling me chemics and showing me where it is on the map, 
when you start showing me, when you start backing up what you're saying with things that make sense to me, that's when you start becoming empowered. Okay. And see, the problem, I think not the problem, but one of the reasons why black people aren't where we are right now is because we, for some, some reason, are allowing these, these people who identify themselves as white to keep taking our power from us. We'll, we'll sing power songs, we'll, we'll write books, but do we really have individual power and, you, and when you don't know yourself? And that's what it's about. But you said something earlier, and it made me think about individualism. Mm. Individualism is a false sense of power. Right. It, you got, I got a Cadillac Ocean, and, and I got a big old house. What you got? Mm-hmm. I got power. I don't right. have any more power than you have. I, if my, if, if, if I am my brother's keeper. If my brother's not doing good, I'm not doing good. And when are we going to start talking right. like that as Africans? Right. Because that's the African way. When a Jew wants a lawyer, he gets a Jew lawyer. Sure. When an African wants a lawyer, he gets a Jew lawyer. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 individualism takes your power. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I'm not going to get on this radio, and I'm not going to argue with a black man. I'm not going to, I will disagree with you. I will, and, and all in the spirit of love, I will disagree with you. Sure. I'm not going to argue with you. We're not going to have a, a verbal confrontation. You know, this, this Charles Buckley is a, is a coon. Well, I know he was a coon when I came on the radio. I don't have to say that. Mm-hmm. I don't have to say that. He's a black man. He's a black man to me who has lost his way because, mm-hmm. he's, because he's blinded by the green, the green of the, of the money that gives him, that he believes gives him his power because that's mm-hmm. what he worships. Right. And, and I understand, but I'm not going to argue with him. I, there's nothing to gain from that. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to speak the truth. And the truth, I say. You think, Elsie, people who identify themselves as white have been trying to stifle our chemic for, for centuries. It didn't happen. Uh, it was aliens that built the pyramids. Uh, black people are heathens and savages. And what are we saying today? Mm-hmm. We're talking about black people have been scholars and, 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 and great thinkers and yeah. Military people, yes. how, they, how come they can never completely stifle and bury the thought of black people being anything other than savages? Because it's not true. The truth don't need an introduction. The truth doesn't need you to say anything. The truth is the truth. The truth, as the, as the book says, it is the light. The truth is the light. Yeah. But let's be perfectly clear. People who identify themselves as white have a complex where if they're not running things, it's not going to be run at all. But, but see, the thing, about, the thing about these white people that I understand in my 63, 63 years on this earth is that the one fear that white people have is they don't want to die. They want to see Jesus, but they don't want to die to go see him. They mm-hmm. want to see him on earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. everybody, on, everybody, everybody talking they, about they, heaven. Don't nobody want to go. Don't nobody, don't nobody want to die. That's right. I mean, they dropped, a, they dropped two atomic bombs on Japan because they were afraid that Japan was going to kill them. Mm-hmm. They said, they're going, if Japan takes over, we'll be slaves. Yeah. And they dropped atomic bombs on children, hospitals, yeah. schools. I don't give and a then, damn. Churches, then, you would eat breakfast. Yep, and then they uh-huh. imprisoned then they imprisoned the uh, uh, Japanese that were citizens of the United States. Wherever they were in the United States, 
They were sent to California to be imprisoned, you know, and, and that's just let you know that these people and what these people will do and what they think of you, you know. Yeah. But, but you, when you, wait a minute. I know the Japanese weren't, weren't supplied because these are the same people that enslaved my people and ripped babies out their bay out of their stomachs. These are the same people that enslaved uh, the American African for over three, four, five hundred years or whatever, however many years it was. One, one day was too much. That's was right. Too long. That's right. But to imprint enough. So what made you think they were going to treat you any different? Mm-hmm. And then I look at the television and I see these black men with these white women and the commercials, all the HIV commercials is, is black men yeah. and all the other commercials is <laughs> chasing white women or white women chasing black men. And we are to celebrate that because that's inclusion. We're being included now. We's mm. we's on the same. The, the, mm. the, the playing field has been leveled. Oh, she, did, yes, you, did yeah. you get the memo? It's yeah. been leveled. We're yeah. equal. We're yeah. all equal now. If you if, if you're no, right, we're not. right. If you watch TV, that's what that, that's the impression that they're trying to give you. That's the idea they're trying to plant into your head that that America is a multi ethnic, multicultural, multi this, multi that kind of society where everybody can live and love freely in. Yeah, right. And and yet they continue to perpetuate and uh, impact us with uh, images of homosexuality, images of on the negative side of our inability to be that because we're the dominant negative entity in this country with crime, uh, wretchedness, homosexuality, prisonment, uh, mass incarceration, all this stuff, man. I'm telling you, this is this society, this society is not conducive for African life. But to to for us to be who we are as an African people, they don't want that. That's not supposed to happen here. And they'll try and do everything they can to make sure that it doesn't happen here. That's why when I read that piece, uh, he said, uh, the um, brother said, we can't do that here. You know, say Martin Ardelani said, our culture is to be redeemed and it is a great and glorious work. And we are the instruments by which it must be done. We must go from mm-hmm. among our oppressors. We must go from our oppressors. It never can be done by staying among them. It can never be done by staying here. And I know for many of us, we believe that somehow, some way that we could talk to these Caucasians, we could appeal to their moral nature. No, you can't. They are not moral. They are amoral, which means A in the society means not like asexual, A this, A. That means not. And they are not moral. There is no morality within them. These folks are some demons because of their evolutionary development of selfishness, greed, contempt, murderer, liars. These people, you know, and and yet we think somehow we can, because of our suffering is redemptive, that we can appeal to them and they will look at what has happened to us and what they have done to us and and then change their evil ways. Stop it. Stop it. you're, You're absolutely correct. It must stop because what what they're what these people who identify themselves as white are doing. They're going after the mind that is the east. They think in the path of least resistance. So we're going to teach the, your, the, 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 the American African children who are impressionable 
and wanting to show themselves worthy. Mm. That's what that that is in us to show ourselves worthy. The first thing you want to do is show yourself worthy to your parents. I mm. want my mother to be proud of me. Make your mother proud. When I get that contract, I'm gonna buy my mother a house. Yeah. Huh? So we want to show. So they come for those uh, those open minds because. They want to have you thinking of an integrationist mindset. Right. And that's all you just said. We have to integrate. And in integrating, we lose who we are. Well, we've already lost who we are. When they, when they cut Toby, when they cut Kunta's foot off, they were cutting, they were trying to cut the Africa out of him. Mm -hmm. And you can't cut Africa out of an African. It's, it's, you may not be in Africa, but Africa's in, in you. you. It's in you. You may not have never, come on now. You may mm -hmm. have never gone to Africa, but Africa's in you. Yeah. The Jew calls himself a Jew. He's never been to Israel. Never. But he's a Jew. Yeah. And you he, are an African. But you, go and, ahead. And he supports that. They support yes. that. And unfortunately, yes. and unfortunately, we do too. Because our tax dollars, yes. they go to Israel. Yes. More money goes to Israel yes. than any, more money goes to Israel than any country that is given by the United States onto, to the continent of Africa and other places. Now, except and, the Ukraine, the amount of money they're giving Ukraine, but they, okay, they, they well, pay man. huge amounts and of Warnock. money. Yeah. That's Warnock. That's right. Said, that's why Cynthia McKinney is not in office. Yeah. Because she went against Israel. Yeah. And Warnock's in office because he, he said, I will take Yeah. He said this right. out of his mouth. Yep. So we, we have to understand that, like you, like you said, we're never going to be free in someone else's culture, in someone else's land. We're never going to free in some, with someone else's language. We are constantly surveilled. And I wouldn't be surprised if they are not listening to this shit. Oh, I'm quite sure because they are. anyone who goes against, come yeah. on now, yeah. anyone who goes against the status quo will be watched and will be dealt with. society human beings run it now they may program a yeah. computer to do that but human beings ultimately are running it so let me take a break brother let's get back let's get to take a break when we come back from the break i want you to join this conversation with me and brother irv lewis my co-host here on african perspectives talking about a good number of subjects <laughs> i tell you yeah, i got some more i got some stuff for you bro okay I got some stuff. All right. I can't wait till after the second half. Brothers and sisters, uh, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Net Network on TimeForAwakening.com and BlackTalkRadioNetwork.com. We'll be right back. You stick with us. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network for podcasting or live program scheduling. Hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
You are listening to Time For an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. Earth, wind, and fire. Power. That's what my brother Earl was talking about, talking about power. 
Yeah. Well, you know, Brother Irv, the, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I found uh, Dr. Wade Noble's information he gave me when he was here uh, early in October um, at a conference honoring uh, Dr. Asa Hilliard. And um, so I'm going to contact him and try to get him on the program here. But he had he has, oh, as, wow. far, as far as I'm concerned, the most definitive definition of power, you know, because people think power is money. Power is political influence and mm-hmm. voting. Voting is power. Education is power. And I know one station in out of D.C. every talks about that. Power is information, education, and so forth. Power to me is none of those things. What power is is mm-hmm. the ability to define reality. The ability reality. to define reality. Europeans Make exercise that de- definition mm-hmm. of reality. You know. And um, they defined the definition mm-hmm. and, and, and imposed it on the world. They imposed their reality mm-hmm. on the world. You know, hello? Am I cut off? What the hell happened? Am I? This call may be recorded or transcribed. Okay, can you hear me? Brother Ocean. Yeah. No, um, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Brother. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you, Yes, I can, I can hear, hear you. Clearly. Can, can you hear oh, yeah. me? No, no, you're, yeah, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yeah. We're good? Yeah. But what I was saying was you're absolutely correct. And what and what the people who identify themselves as white have done was they they changed the definition when it's a when they need to. Uh, we, for example, homosexuality was a mental illness when I was growing up, mm-hmm. when they decided that was no longer to be. Now it's a it's a lifestyle. It's, it's a, right. It's, 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 and when they get tired of that, they'll change it to something else. So whoever creates the reality has the power, but the but the real slick part they did was to make you believe that you thought it up yourself. Right. You all thought that up. But and well, just watch the documentary about the requiem of democracy, and they were they were showing you how the few people that run these corporations control the election. They control the power. Right. And they're absolutely correct because a, a, a country that is run on the ability to get as much money as you can, whoever has the most money is the one who's right. caught Right. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So it, it's just that simple. Mm-hmm. But then when they play, when, when we, and you're absolutely correct, voting is not power. Right. Uh, let's get together. We can get together if we're all marching down the wrong way. That's not power. <laughs> if everybody, if, that's right. <laughs> we all together though. Yeah, we together. That's just like that's like you know? that's just like uh, when I was coaching football. You know, I told the kids, "Does practice make perfect?" They're like, "Yeah, practice makes perfect." No, no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Perfect practice yeah. makes perfect. You can practice something in a way that is wrong, and that's how it is done. Because, but you practiced it, you know. But it's wrong. 
you know, perfect practice makes perfect. It's just like with power. Power is the ability to define reality. I don't want to impose my reality on anyone, but what I want to do is to shape and fashion in my image and in my interest. That's power, you know, to be able to to determine our direction, to be able to determine who we are as a people and, and how we are and what we are and where we must go. But, but the European, his attitude about power is, is I define reality. I think, therefore, I am, and then impose it on others because the, 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 uh, the saying is power is the ability to define reality then, then, then to have others accept your definition as if it's their own. Power is the ability to define reality and have others accept your definition as if it's their own. We have accepted the Caucasian's definition. The question that we need to ask ourselves is who are we in their reality? Who are we in their reality? First, we were the Mm -hmm. soulless people, you know, no culture to speak of, justifying our captivity. Mm -hmm. We ain't got no culture. They ain't never done nothing. They ain't gonna never be nothing. Justifying our captivity. Many Caucasians have believed that our captivity was good. And unfortunately, many of us believe it too. Even today. Even today. There are some of us, well, I'm glad they took us. I'm glad they took us out of Africa, enslaved us, because I'll be, I'll be back in Africa worshiping the tree. You know, you know, it's foolishness. You know, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And teaching their children to be the, the foolishness. They're just like the whole, we're going to chop this tree down, and we're going to put it in the living room, and we're going to put some lights on it, and we're going to go to sleep, and the water going to go out, and it's going to set the house on fire, and we're going to die. Huh? <laughs> that happens. Well, 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 yeah, no, we've seen our share of Christmas tree. Oh, I, I, I did that for, for 35 years. I was yeah. a firefighter. But the, my, my point is, why are you worshiping a tree and putting gifts under it? Because your parents did it. Right. It's Why did tradition. your parents do it? Because their parents did it. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to stop right there. Because we can't go, we, like I tell you, the one thing that, that people identify themselves as white fear from black people is that we ever, ever embrace history. Embrace history. Don't embrace the, the, the day. Embrace the history. No how, why your, why did your parents do it? Why did their parents do it? Why are we, why are we bending down to pick up a gift from under a pine tree? Does not even make sense. Nothing is green. It's winter time. All the leaves have fallen off. But we we have a pine tree that we're worshiping and we don't even know why. You have to be worshiping because you're getting down on your knees to get the package. Why, what is this? And so because we don't embrace history, we do things out of reflex because we are natural. African people are naturally good people. We are yes. kind people. Yes. We, we do. And that's why we were so easily, I believe, this is just me. I could be wrong. We were so easily, oh, they're, they're, they're so, they'll be so easy to conquer. Yeah. We're, we're similar, to, similar to, the, to, the, to the Native American. I read they, that all the time, so man. Much. I read that all the time about uh, how we were as a people what this Caucasian, you know, who uh, Lord uh, Macaulay said, you know, these these people are so docile, you know, and and, and I, you know, but he said that their their history and their culture was just phenomenal, you know. I never believed that we would be able to do what we have done, 
But if we can make them embrace ours and make them think that what they had was not good, then mm, we can, mm, you know, we mm. can, yeah, this is, it's deep. We, we, we can change. Here it is right here is the quote. I have traveled across the length and breadth of Africa and I have not seen one person who was a beggar, who was a thief. Such wealth I have seen in these countries, such high moral values, people of such caliber that I did not think we would ever conquer this country unless we break the very backbone of this nation, which is her spiritual and cultural heritage. And therefore, I propose that we replace her old and ancient education system, her culture, for if the Africans think that all that is foreign and English is good and greater than their own, they will lose their self-esteem, their native culture, and they will become what we want them to be, a truly dominated nation, a truly dominated people. That's Macaulay, mm. Lord Macaulay at the British and that's Parliament. that's exactly and, 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 what and, happened. Yep. That the is second exactly of, what happened. Second of February, 18, this 18, day. 1835, exactly. 1835. You know. To and, this and, day. Yeah. And here's, here to did me, they black... Here's you the can one. you can simplify that. You can simplify mm-hmm. that. Oh, she as to when black people only could go to their own stores, they could they could not go to yeah. white businesses or or they would treat and and but for some reason because you couldn't go to that white business, you know that ice over there at the white folks' place is it's much colder. colder. Yeah, and and, and 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 it's the same concept. If we can make them think that our culture is so much more superior to theirs. They will shun their culture, and they will put on they'll put the hair weaves in their head. They'll 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 put on the European suit because a European suit is GQ. That mm-hmm. makes you look European, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't be your authentic self because we don't know who our authentic self is, and that's why black people are constantly in turmoil with these Caucasians. As as we keep getting more and more, even when you look at the Kyrie Irving. Uh, situation, or even the Neon Sanders situation. Mm-hmm. One is uh, the, the white people with Kyrie. We want to control your thought. You can't think like this. You can't read. You can't watch these movies. With Neon Dion, uh, Dion, you want this money? Because if you want this money, you're going to have to do what we tell you to do. But see, black people are getting getting frustrated because we're at a we're at a. I'm, I'm so serious about this. We're at a turning point in our culture and, and as black people. We started, we, I, I, years ago, I couldn't talk like this on the radio. They'd be at my house burning crosses out front and some <laughs> other stuff. Now, come on now. Now I'm able to say what I feel without fear. Right. And when you take the fear out of someone, he becomes a dangerous man. See, you've given me enough to have me, if I'm smart or I'm super stupid, one of the two, mm-hmm. but I have no fear. I was listening to Dr. Boyce Watkins the other day, and I take from people what I can use, and sure. I leave the rest. When I say I listen to people, that doesn't right mean on. I listen to everything they say. I listen to what I can use. Right, right on. That's and what Dr. you should Boyce do. Watkins says whatever he wants out mm. his mouth. He talks about a Jew. He talks about an Arab. He talks about Portuguese. He talks about anything he feels like it because he has a bag of money sitting at home, so they can't fire him, and he makes it. He works for himself. 
This is the mindset that we have to pass on to our children so that we can seek the knowledge of self, who we are, where we're from, whom's we are, instead of looking to this, this Caucasian, uh, can, can I get a job? Can you please pay me $5 right. million dollars instead of building out, starting our own league, the three-on-three -three league with uh, uh, Ice Cube? Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it was three-on-three uh, -three was great, but it was owned by us. And mm -hmm. I supported it because it was black people right. owning it. Right. This NFL ain't owned by you. It's fun to watch. I I'll look at it, but it ain't owned by me. And when they told you you couldn't take a knee, the, the, the average black person stood up because he would rather he would live on his knees than, than to die standing up because mm -hmm. you got to show yourself worthy. These white people aren't going to accept you if you don't do what we say. Now all of a sudden it's okay to take a knee. Mm. But, but yet someone had to pay a price for that. Right. And what the price was the children got to see us bend down for these Caucasians. Mm. He got to see us get, come on now. Mm. He, our children watched mm. us bend over for these Jewish people because they got mad over something that a black man did. I get mad over things that Jews do every day. Mm -hmm. You don't see you don't see them bending down for me because I have no power. Yeah. But what they don't understand that the God I serve, whew, if, the, if, if, I, if my God wasn't powerful, why am I still here, Oshi? Mm -hmm. I'm fragile. I, come on now. I'm not, I'm not made of steel. So the, 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 the God that watches over all of us, he already knows what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And the white folks want you to believe that he God. That's right. That he God. The God is white. That's right. Jesus is white. They still sell white yeah. Jesus candles in Walmart. Sure they do. Huh? Sure they do. <laughs> Because Jesus is but that's white. a white man. But see, that's a white man's yeah. store. He can yeah. sell what he wants. I can't make you sell nothing. Right. I can't make you shouldn't be doing that. He can do whatever he wants. Because when I get a Walmart, I'm gonna do whatever I want. I'm and and, and, and OC, I'm telling you, they're mad at Neon Sanders because he went for the money after he talked the black game, he talked the black people and the black HBCUs, and we're going to build it up, and everybody's going to come here. We'll, well give you $5 million, yeah. Dion. I'll see y'all later. I got to go. Well, you know, I know that's tough because, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of things happening with that situation with Dion going to, um, going to Jackson State, and, and the whole situation happens where – there really wasn't the support that he should have gotten. Um, the, the overall condition of the university was so horrid and so bad. And of course, you know the water problem mm -hmm. that they're that they're mm -hmm. still experiencing in Jackson, Mississippi, and mm -hmm. and the people didn't support it. Uh, the students, the the mm -hmm. alumni, you know. So there was a number of mm -hmm. factors, but I, but yet and still, but because he said. God told him to go to Jackson, mm -hmm. Mississippi and, 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 and build up the HCBUs, you know. Mm -hmm. And, I, and I, like I said, I, I wouldn't dare say to somebody, you know, that you shouldn't do what's best for you and your family. But when you say it That's the way right. that you said it previously, you know, says to me that you felt, you know, that I'm going to do this and you can't do it in three years. If you're talking about, because he, he didn't say just build up Jackson State, which he did, but he said build up HCBUs to the to the point of being competitive, to the point of looking at HCBUs. I mean, just because, you know, HCBUs have been on television for a long time. 
You know, the, right. the, the, the Heritage Bowl, they play steals on television, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, but Dion, the way he said it, and now, of course, he's going to get uh, uh, five million a year for five years, well over $25 million, five-point-something uh, million a year. And, of course, um, the support he's going to have from the Colorado and the state of uh, Colorado that he's going to have for mm-hmm. that, that program. All this is understandable. He's going to his, his son is going to be with him, you know, and, mm-hmm. and his other son both who's of us, a, yeah. both of them, yeah, and other, and other players. And then, of course, he'll be able to get some players because of what he did at Jackson State. Now, Jackson State right. will still continue to now that he's gone will be stagnant, and the HCBUs will be what they have been stagnant, except for the you know the begging of their what the HCBUs does. Uh, annually, <laughs> you know, I'm just being real, man. You know, and and, and oh, and, you are. And, and the other thing about ACBUs, as far as I'm concerned, you know, um, they ain't African; they black. No, you know, right? The curriculum, all the right. things, the emphasis is about, you know, since AC, how HCBUs were started because they couldn't get into the PWIs, the predominantly white institutions. So the PWIs, the PWIs looked at the athleticism of American mm-hmm. Africans and, mm-hmm. and, and taking that athleticism and utilizing that has a serious money-making machine, serious money-making. Sh- I would love for a uh, brother to say something about how f- messed up that whole situation is, particularly from mm-hmm. predominantly white institutions, because, uh, uh, as it was said, March Madness, which is coming up in a few months, which is the college mm-hmm. basketball's biggest tournament, and even the tournament that's coming up at the end of this month or the beginning of next month, which is the college football championships. All right. those are huge money-making in, uh, uh, entities. Oh, yeah. That oh, we yeah. get nothing. We nothing. get nothing. The players nothing. don't get anything. We get nothing. We might get a little scrapes here, some crumbs here and there or for whatever. But in terms of the the billions of dollars, billions of dollars that are made, you know, just like uh, was said that March Madness is a stirring reminder of what America was built on. Making tons of money. That's correct. Making tons of money off the unpaid labor of black people. You know, now that they got it. this image and likeness thing. I, I really don't like it because it's... It, 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 for, for those individuals who have some wherewithal or who have some connections, that's going to be good for them because there are kids who are in high school who have taken advantage of image and likeness. But for the majority of them, no. My, my contention is that really is that you could, uh, everybody could make some money if they change the dynamic and make these players, these kids that, these young people that go to these colleges, particularly on the football and basketball teams in these Division One schools, pay them, give them some money, give them a stipend, give them the protection that they need, and then give them an education once their playing time is over. Because many people, and I remember uh, uh, listening to uh, um, the brother that played for Denver, you know, uh, back when it was the Legion of Boom, uh, Sherman, Richard Sherman, and so he said, man, because he, he went to Stanford, 
Okay, he went to Stanford. You know mm-hmm. how demanding educationally Stanford is. He says it was very hard, and literally, it was very difficult for me to do that to keep up the rigors of of of. Uh, oh, um, maybe that's the problem. You know, I'm sorry. Maybe you know the mm-hmm. uh, rigors of, of of education along with uh, the athleticism, or along with the athletics. You know, so but I mean, it's usury is what it is, and and so no. no it, it, yeah, it's it's, 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 actually, it's actually criminal. Uh, oh, I'll take it to another level. There's no such thing as um, a student athlete. You're either a student or you're an athlete. So that's a misnomer in itself. It's impossible to do that. The, 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 well, at the, that the, level, the mind. But see, at that level, you're right. The, at, at the at the, 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 yeah, because the mind big of a child level. coming from a high school in this country it does not have the capacity to, to to embrace both of those things at that level. And and let's be clear, they they they're talking about individuals in likeness and in uh, likeness and image, because their white people have always pushed individualism to black people. They've mm-hmm. always pushed the, the the singular to black people mm-hmm. because they understand that uh, the, the American African. I mean, the American African. When I say black people, what what they understand is that if we do anything collectively. It, it, we will overrun them. So we have to get the Oprah Winfrey's, get the Tyler Perry's, get the Denzel Washington's, just the one, the one out of the bunch. We only want the, 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 the gifted children in our school. You know, Harvard doesn't want the regular uh, American athletes. We want the gifted ones. We want the best of the best, or who we think is the best mm-hmm. of the best, or the one that we think will be the most threatening to our society or to our concept, and we will have to teach him how to be integrated. How to? We'll give him more money than he can ever spend. As a matter of fact, we'll give him more money than he'll ever spend in his whole life, and that way he'll be subservient to us. He'll say, "Thank you, Master, for giving me all this and making my life so great." But what I've done is, is he, what he's done is he's sold his soul, and what he's done is he's become a servant to the people who mm-hmm. identify themselves as white, and that's what they want out of these athletes. They only want the best of the best. Yeah. They don't want the rest of you. And that and that keeps you individual because this society teaches competition and not cooperation. cooperation. It's, there can be competition and operate in, in cooperation at the same time, but there's no respect for the black athlete because you look at him as someone who chases money. Mm-hmm. So it can keep going on and on because you have no knowledge of self. If you had knowledge of who you were and where you're from, you would this mind this this European mindset would never take hold. Even if it comes from your parents, my parents taught me this this integrationist. I, I listen to King. We're going to move forward and we're going to make it happen because. And before he died, come on now, he changed yeah. his mind. Yeah. Yeah. He said, "I've led my people into a house that's burning because we're never going to get equal rights." Because I can talk. That's what he said, and yeah. that drew you in. Yeah. It drew you in. Uh, you. You got a pastor. I just saw this is crazy on the internet. I just saw this as we were speaking on Instagram. Jamal Bryant. Oh yeah, who, Jamal I think Bryant. he took over Eddie Longstreet. Yeah. He's promoting right. that they have a lot of land at that church. Mm-hmm. And what does he said they should they should do? They should start growing marijuana. I am not lying. Mm. He said we should be growing marijuana. It's legal. We should be growing that, and so the brothers can come. I said. And this is what he's telling his parishioners. Yeah. Ain't nobody left the church. Ain't nobody stopped tithing. He could say, let's start a heroin, a heroin factory, <laughs> and they would say, okay. So let's be, be clear. We, as a people, are so fragmented, and we're going so many different ways 
because the, the bottom line is when you live in a capitalist society, money is your God. And yeah. once you're not worshiping that money, you become a threat to the state. Even you become a threat to black people. Oh, man, oh, no, why you don't want no money? You stupid. And, and But you become a minimalist. Yeah. Oh, see, I, I've not made a million dollars in one year my whole life. I'm, I'm no less than anybody else. I eat every day. I got a car to drive if I want to drive. And I can read all the books I want, but they're not pushing that. They're not mm. pushing you to minimalize because this country, these people oh, in this yeah. country, these first world problems everything's we have, excess. you know, I'm a water with cold. Yeah, everything's <laughs> in excess. Everything's in excess. We got a lot of callers, brother. Let's get to some of these callers. <laughs> yeah. Of course you do. All right. 202. <laughs> He's starting stuff. Go ahead. 202-271. Good afternoon. Yeah, you there? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I am. I, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying your uh, uh, presentation today. Well, thank you, know, you brother. I, thank uh, you for listening. Uh, there's so many things that if we just do a, a rudimentary study of history, it would let us know, you know, that we are we are the leaders of this planet. Um, there's nothing that white folks have done that they did not get the blueprint from from us. Mm -hmm. So that tells us what our potentials are. We seem to find solace in competing with what white people do as opposed to producing things that come out of our own experience to our own benefit and the hell with what white people think about it. I agree. See, they've developed this thing called money. And the whole it didn't exist before six thousand years ago. It just didn't. The animals don't use money. Birds don't use money. Trees don't. Nobody used <laughs> or used money point. until white folks came out of those caves in Europe and found something they could use as a commodity to trade with each other to keep being lazy. So <laughs> we got to get out of this idea that money or the acquisition of money is going to solve our problem. It's not. It's going to continue our problem. Mm -hmm. The love that I have for a brother or sister and the uh, support in the ideas that they are inspired to pursue that is to all of our benefit will be the kinds of things that will cause us to progress as a people. To hell with white folks. I mean, literally, because that's what they have constructed this planet to be, hell. Mm -hmm. So let them have their yeah. portion, that's like right. it was back in the day before they were allowed to come among the righteous. And we, we spent an inordinate, as far as, and this is just my humble opinion, but we spent an inordinate amount of time pursuing history and very little time pursuing the potentials of the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I could elaborate on that, but at another time, I know that other people okay. that want to get into it. But I, 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 you know, from the time I started having children, I, I asked them, what do you want to do? Not, you know, what did granddad do? <laughs> you know, what granddad mm -hmm. did help produce me, which put that question in me right now to ask you, what do you want to do tomorrow? Not that what did we do yesterday? Because we can't change what we did yesterday, but we damn sure control tomorrow whatever is positive or negative that's up to us 
So, I mean, there's a lot more I can say about it, but there are other people well, that I appreciate it, brother. brother. Brother, let me say this to you, um, and, and I don't have to respond to everything that everyone says, but I, you did spark some thought in me. There, there has to be a balance in, in, in our thought when we think of the history and we think of our future. There has to be a balance because I don't want my children to do – I've done a lot of things, and I've done a lot of things wrong, and they don't have to repeat those things. Right. Because I can tell them, you know what I'm saying? I, I did some bad, some, not bad things, but things that weren't right. And I don't want them to fall into those pitfalls and, and, and live those. I lived for a lot of years thinking that white people had it. Man, I, I thought that white people had Man, you couldn't get no better than that. And then as I became awakening and I started to awaken and I had a consciousness, I started reading some history and I started realizing these, this is a con game they're doing. They're running a con on us. And we're falling for it. And I'm saying, no, these old people shouldn't be falling for this. But they were because they didn't know their history. So it has to, I think it has to be a balance. Would you agree with that? Well, yes. Yes, I do. And and am aware that we need to know what has preceded us. Right. What has happened? But, so okay. our, yeah. but, but our existence at this point in time is... Mm-hmm. By nature, by nature, it is to look forward to tomorrow. You know, when the leaves fall off the trees, you see the squirrels get active. They don't they don't think about last year. And I'm not using squirrels as a real example. But they don't look, <laughs> I see what happened last year this time on this date on the calendar. They look mm-hmm. at what's ha- happening in front of their very eyes. It's time to put together something for the winter because it's definitely going to be tomorrow, whether I'm here or not. That's how they think. Mm-hmm. So we, I, and I'm not, I, man, I've taught history in the, in the nation of Islam for years. I, there's nothing in history that you can't learn from it. <laughs> the whole idea is that we have got to learn from it. And, right. not, and I'm not saying that, I'm right. not saying that anyone right. here right. has been doing that. we got to learn from it, not just become professionals at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, uh, you find what I'm saying, and, oh, yeah. and that's the only thing. I appreciate your presentation. I hope I hope it's coming across that way. No, we got you. Yeah, we got but you. But I dream about a, a world that comes about where my grandchildren don't even have to have these thoughts. You know, where they go out mm-hmm. and and maybe go to Jupiter or something for lunch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> All right, my brother. Love, love, love you, brother. Okay, you. T- thank you. Uh, three four seven yeah. three four seven. Good afternoon. Yo, Oshi, keep me on hold for a minute, and I'll click in. Okay, brother. Peace. All right. Uh, <laughs> a caller, unknown caller. Uh, who's? Uh, hello. Can you hear me? Hello, Baba yes. Oshi. Can you hear me? Ah, yes, I can't. Man, can you uh, real good? Paul. What's up, there, brother <laughs> Paul? How you doing, man? Baba Ochi, I'm Brother Irving. Double trouble, double trouble today. <laughs> you got, you got, you got a tag team going on. You're That's gonna have right. To, you're gonna have to have to team up against Elliot and Richard, man, and have a have a break. <laughs> I'm new. <laughs> me, me no, and Irving, Elliot and Richard. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful, right? It's, it's, it brings a, another. It brings another dynamic. It brings another um, a form of energy. That's what we need, Baba Oji, yes. and Brother Irving. We yeah. we need we need, yeah. we need to grade and we need to amplify because oh, you know, 
we if we stay on the same post, if we stay saying the same thing, if we stay in the same position, we're just going to get stagnant. Yeah. Or, and and uh, you know, there's nothing worse than a stagnant river. It's a dead river. A river has to mm. keep flowing. You know, right. whether you flow backwards or you flow forth or you flow to the left or flow to the right. We're flowing. Got to keep it moving. You got to keep it got moving. Keep you got to keep it, it flowing. That's right, Brother Paul. And, that, and, that's, and that's the name of the game, Baba Ochi. We've mm-hmm. got to keep growing. We've got to keep moving, you know. Mm-hmm. The devil is going to do what the devil's got to do. That's his nature. Nature is to do what he's doing. I don't know. And I will never be able to understand. No, I wouldn't say never. Maybe I'll get to the day. I'll gain that type of wisdom, but I don't. I don't get why people be always asking why the devil do what he do, or when a question why he do what he do, or looking to the devil. The devil is the devil. Just accept it. He's the devil. He's going to do what he's going to do. The question um, I think oh, Baba Herb was alluding to mm-hmm. is that: Are we doing? Are we doing? Are we? And that is the that is the only right. thing we need to be concerned with. You know, right. he ain't never going to change. He, that, I want people to understand that is his nature. That's what he does. Yeah. He, no, yeah. he ain't going to never change. Yeah. From his conception, he has been the devil. And I don't mean that literally. I'm talking about his energy. His energy is demonic. It's That's evil. His energy. That's right. It's evil. Yeah. Everything yeah. that represents that. Is demon. He's a demon. That's what he is. And people be asking, oh, why he do what he do? Let's go and beg him for mercy. Let's go and pray to him. Let's go and ask him for a job. Mm. And then wonder why they're in the same position they're in. He is the devil. Right the devil ain't this thing in the book where they put underground. He's a walking, talking, living. In Jamaica, they say him Adundus picnic. That means he's a person without color. Adundus. Ask Brother Marcus. He'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Adundus boy. But what I'm saying to you, Brother Ochi, at some stage, and Brother Irving, we've just got to do what we need to do. We've got to do, and like you rightfully say, if you know yourself, if you know yourself, you know, you don't even have to ask what your role is. You don't even have to go and study what your role is. If you absolutely know yourself, yeah, you know you've got one role, and it's to protect the planet. And once you know that, then all else just falls in place. Mm-hmm. But Irvin, Barbara Ochi, keep, just keep the fire burning. Right on, brother. Thank you so much, brother. Right Paul. on. Appreciate Thank you, you, my pre- brother. Appreciate you, man. Just hang on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Watana? Unbelievable. What, is that? Is that a pronouncer, Watana? Good afternoon. Is that what he what, Good afternoon? Yes. Hey, Watani Tahimba, how you doing? Hey, Watani Tahimba. All right, I'm doing well. Thank you for thank you for calling. Thank you for listening. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got on here late. Uh, Sister Haiba suggested I give a call in. Oh, right you on. Yes, about, yes. Thank about you. Struggle and freedom fighters. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about an event that we're having for Doctor Matulu Shakur. Yes, uh, who's mm-hmm. a long-term freedom fighter. Yes, I just uh, mentioned that. I mentioned that um, a while ago. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. I missed that. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll just, if, in case you've already talked about it, but tomorrow we're having a fundraiser for him uh, okay. at the Unity Cafe, 640 Evans Street, um, Southwest Atlanta, mm-hmm. at 8 p.m. We encourage everyone to come out. Uh, Matulu sacrificed his uh, entire life to, to his people. Uh, he got involved in the struggle at age 15, um, helping to, to negotiate uh, services for his legally blind mothers, how he first began to uh, engage the system. 
And so he was uh, incarcerated for being a part of a, a conspiracy to, to uh, fight for liberation for our people. He's been paroled, uh, scheduled to be released December 16th. He's uh, very ill, 72 years old, has stage four bone marrow cancer. And we're trying to raise funds and, and pass on information about his existence and also welcome him back to the community. Right so I just on. wanted to share that. Thank and you so much. I think so it much. may be in line with some of your yes, calls definitely. I heard earlier talking about the struggle and how we mm-hmm. must engage in the struggle. Uh, when we get involved in the struggle, sometimes that means sacrificing your time, your life, yeah. your, your, your livelihood. That's so, that, right. you know, he's one of our freedom fighters and we should support him. Uh, oh, no, no well, doubt about right. it. No doubt about it. He deserves support. Yeah, I appreciate you all allowing okay. me this time to just at least, uh, mention that briefly. No, that's not, no, that, that's worthy. Yeah, that's worthy because those who have made sacrifices such as Mutula Shakur and all other political prisoners who have been languishing uh, uh, in these in these prisons for decades. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know. Yeah, in Mutula's case is 36 years. Uh, in yeah. fact, you know, America Ooh. says they talk about no political prisoners, but I won't go into that until he's released right now. Mm-hmm. But um, he was scheduled to be released in 2016. For, uh, parole and everything was in place. Mm-hmm. And at the last minute, they just yanked it from him uh, with no real justification other than saying that he may reoffend. Mm. Now at 72 years old, he can barely move himself. Right. They finally said, okay, maybe he's too sick to reoffend. And that's the justification they have for mm-hmm. releasing him on parole. <laughs> but but they're still asking him to, to wear ankle monitors the next two years when his parole was up. Right. You know, so what? our people are treated up, yes. And I, so once again, I'm trying to hold my tongue so, until he gets out the gate before I really... <laughs> <laughs> talk about real bad about him, but I think we need to look at people who are freedom fighters, people who are involved in our political struggle, are treated much differently than mm-hmm. the average criminal. Mm-hmm. In fact, criminals with, with several bodies on them have been released to the streets, you mm-hmm. know, on parole, right. or just released. Uh, mm-hmm. Matula has no body. He, he's not been charged with the murder of anything. He's been charged with a part of a conspiracy. Nothing puts him there. None of that stuff. And so we talk about a person with no prior criminal history. Uh, being kept in prison this, this length of time. So we can only imagine uh, how they re- really perceive the threat. And mm-hmm. I think they perceive the threat as those who, who make sacrifices and have the ability to organize people. Um, right. And like I said, I'm going to try to hold my tongue so I don't get him in trouble and stop any, any possibility <laughs> of them changing their mind. Mm-hmm. No, well, I tell right. you. And, and you're right, because the, the European, the Caucasian, the Urugu is always listening, mm-hmm. no matter where and yeah. what. Uh, yeah, but the bottom line is is that we have so many brothers and sisters who are languishing in these prisons who are politi- who are legitimate political prisoners. I understand Absolutely. that some people who Absolutely. are in prison probably deserve to be there based upon what they have done, <laughs> you know. So, right. But there are those who have given their lives. You know, tell me about who you're going to have on the program. Well, oh, the lineup is a uh, uh, wise, intelligent, or poor, righteous teachers. Okay, in yeah. one of dead oh, prayers. Wow. Queen mm-hmm. Sheba, Ishmael mm-hmm. One, Zayd Malik, mm-hmm. Uno the Prophet, Tahir RBG, Ross Kofi, Ross and Kofi. DJ Jaquan, mm-hmm. uh, just to mention a few. It's being hosted by uh, Maoli, Attorney Maoli Davis. Yes, good brother, my good friend. Yeah. So it's going to be a, a great program. Uh, yeah. We're encouraging people to come out. If you can't come, we want you to donate. You can go to matulashakur.com. Okay. Follow the links on there to make your donations. That okay. would be an easy way to do it. Mm-hmm. I would um, definitely do that. Definitely do that. Yeah, MatulaShakur.com. Uh, yeah, sure. Go to how can we support, and a, there'll be a donate link. So if mm-hmm. you, could, you can donate to family and friends of Matula Shakur, but if you want it to be a, a tax-deductible donation, then you utilize Community Aid and Development's Stripe, S-T-R-I-P-E, link that they have on that website, and that'll go directly to 
the family and friends of Matulu Shakur, and all donations are tax deductible on that link. Okay. Outstanding. Where's it going to be at mm-hmm. again tomorrow night? It's going to be at the Unity, U-N-I-T-E-A, Cafe, 640 Evans Street, Southwest Atlanta, Georgia. Right on. That's where it's the location, but on the website, uh, com is where you'd find the, the uh, financial information. Okay. Well, as well as hey. any updates on his, on his, uh, on his life and where he's, you know, how he's being treated mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. you know, upcoming events. And we'll just keep everybody posted once we have him on the street. Um, and we, we hope that's going to be for a long time. He'll be out here, but you know, the majority of his mm-hmm. life has been back behind the walls. Mm-hmm. Man. And I, and I tell you, uh, I tell you, you know, the, these brothers uh, and sisters, of great intelligence and sincerity and commitment to helping our people. That's why I, I'm, I'm, I applaud the Cuban government for keeping Asada Shakur and, and, Absolutely. and, and, and keeping her protected. You yeah. know? And I think it's important just that you mentioned that. That's one of the things he said. Hey, hold on, hold on, Jay. Liberation of us. Hold on, Jay. Hold on. Huh? What, hold on. No, what, what's, one of, what's that? One of the charges for Dr. Oh. Dr. Shakur was masterminding on organizing the liberation of Asada Shakur. Mm-hmm. And we should understand that was done November 4th, uh, 1979 to correspond with a, a mobilization at the United Nations where we charged the United States with genocide Decide, right. of African people in this country. And we had over 5,000 people show up. And the, and the, the Black Liberation Army actually sent a, a, a communique saying they liberated Asada to correspond with, with that particular event mm-hmm. uh, to show the, the ability that was not a shot fired, nobody was hurt. And yes, she's living in Cuba in exile today, and it's an embarrassment for them because there was a, a group of people organized and had the, 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 the discipline to go get her, free her, and she's still free. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody else was interrupted, so I'll let them go. No, ahead no, and, no, uh, no. Just, just hang on, my brother. Uh, Jay, go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to ask a question. Um, in regards to Dr. Shakur, I know that he's very sick. And um, I'm wondering, once he comes home, um, is there any, like, treatment in place to um, try to give him a better quality of life? Because I was talking with a couple of brothers um, in the movement, and they were basically saying when they granted him the parole, they could have let him go at that time instead of waiting till the 16th because it seemed to them that they were trying to um, let him die, you know, based on (laughs) his illness. So I'm just wondering, um, is, you know, things in place to try and give him a better quality of life because um, he is a warrior. Okay, to answer your question, I think there's two parts to that. Yes, we have some things in place to do, give him a better quality of life. We know Dr. Matula Shakur is a doctor of acupuncture, so he'll be look, looking at that, that holistic way of treating things, and he can get much more treatment on the outside, and that's no the doubt. basis of our argument yeah. for compassion and relief. Yeah. And those, that's also the reason we're trying to raise funds for him, because we have to pay for that. You know, it's, uh, we have to take <laughs> care of our elders, and I think we, we have a history of doing it in our families. You know, we all gather and we make sure we yeah. do it. Uh, and yet, no, they don't want him out. They try to make it as, as difficult as possible. Of course, they could have let the door, open the door. Of course, they could have just let him go. They, his his uh, release date has been changed in 2024. It was supposed to be earlier, been changed in 2024. So he has two years left on parole, and they're putting an ankle monitor on him upon release from prison. Mm-hmm. And that has not been the case in no one else I'm aware of. They just show up at their probation officers. 
72 hours after the release, check in, and that's it. But anyhow, yeah. they, they have a lot of different conditions because of who he is and because of the movement that he represents. Right. I think it's important to understand that they, when they try when they try to criminalize Matula Shakur, they're criminalizing our movement. They're criminalizing exactly. our ability to struggle. Oh, it's exactly. It's legitimate to fight for freedom. Mm-hmm. So, I don't want to go on because no. it's a whole show that we could do on that. Right, and, 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 and believe me, Contact me after the program, and we'll have you on, and we'll talk about that. Okay. Because that's necessary. Okay. That's a, that's vitally necessary. Sure. Because uh, that takes away our our will, our aspirations to be who we are and to be free. You know, yes. this what they do is suppress us, mm-hmm. and then let, letting you know, you know, this is all the height that you'll ever get if you get any. Yes. So you better be happy with that. You better be content and- with that. You know? And anybody who dares to struggle will end exactly. up like him. As exactly. As an example. Right. You know. So, well, I appreciate you, my dear brother. And I, uh, I appreciate you for allowing me to have this opportunity to share. Right. Well, I'm going to go on the, on the, on the website mm-hmm. to, uh, to Dr. Matulu Shakur. Thank you. You know, I, I think it's just, I don't yeah, think oh, that's right. Right. It's right. Just MatuluShakur.com. To, to make yeah, those donations cool. and asking you, and if you, and you can also you can, the other website that we, you can do a donation link directly to is uh, cadnational.org, cadnational.org. There's a direct link on there, and I'll show you some of the other programs that we deal with. Okay, uh, CAD National Non Five Hundred One C Three website, cad.org. No, CAD National N A T I O N org. All one word. National. Okay. Dot org. Yes. Okay. And and there'll be a link there for Dr. Shakur as well. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Brother uh brother Jay, you got something else, man? No, I'm I'm just basically um, you know, no already made my donation. I'm just waiting for the brother to um come home and I pray that he has yeah as many years as possible exactly. I agree. to continue yeah. to um put forward, you know, mm-hmm. the great work that he does has done and it's just a testimony to the warrior to which he is. Yeah, that's that yeah. warrior that's that warrior spirit. Um uh, my co host yeah. my co host brother Irv Lewis, man. You yeah. know what, man? The time is up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it can't my, be. My health time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do this again. Say it ain't That's so. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, but well, brother Tana, I appreciate you coming on too, man. Okay, and uh, we'll definitely uh, contact you. I can contact. I can get I side be a caller. But you have this number, man. Don't be, you know, don't be a stranger, brother. Come on, call back again, and just so we can, you know, because this this program. This program, the, the the things that we talk about on this program is independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty for African people. This program's motto is Pan-Africanism or perish, unify, hmm. unify or die. So you were in the right place, dear brother. So, so all right, yes. yeah, you were in the right. Ain't that ain't that right, Jay? Thank you. Hey brother, it's no better place That's than right. being with brother than being with brother OC <laughs> and my good brother, brother Irv Lewis. Any, any closing remarks, yes, Irv? Yeah, really quickly, brother. I want to thank you for having me on the show, and I, I'm going to send a donation also mm-hmm. so that brother can look forward to that too. Sure. Um, but no, these these there are lots of brothers that don't even you don't even speak their name who have 
struggled and, and, and paid the ultimate price uh, for, for, for us to be able to be on this radio show and say right. the things that we say. Right. Uh, they stepped out. Uh, they stepped away from everyone else and, and said what they had to say, what they knew was right. And I, and I know this brother is going to get out, and he's going to be a, a beacon. He's going to show other people what happens when you believe something that you know is true. And, it, and, it's, and he's 70-some years old. And he still has that spirit. Oh yeah. They didn't break him. This ain't. We, we ain't talking no, no, no. Uh, what other other people did? I'm not going to name names of other people that I believe that were broken. But he still has that spirit and still fighting and still believes what he believes because he's right. Because That's right. we are victorious. Yeah. It every day, Oshie. We already we've already won. That's why the, the, uh, Arugu is so scared and afraid because he knows that he's the grip is not losing the grip. He's already lost the grip. Yep. So no, I'm looking forward to, to this brother coming home and all the other brothers that are in jail, locked up, exiled, or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, what it may be, uh, for what they believe and what they know is right. And and well, and. Oshie, thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for letting me speak. And hopefully we can do it again uh, very, very soon. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Love you, my brother. Listen, uh, I want to announce this as well. The Pan-African Federalist Movement, you know, our our, our queen mother, uh, Mama Nabantu, uh, sent me this particular piece uh, that um, the the conference is still happening. uh, You can go on right now. And, and and it ends at three o'clock. And if you can jot the ID uh, ID number down, go to Zoom, go into Zoom, and the ID number is eight six eight seven six three four nine four six four. I'm going to repeat the ID number. Go to go to um, Zoom is eight six eight seven six three four nine four six four. Then the password is. The password is 274-011. That's 274-011. That is to the Pan-African Federalist Movements Conference that they're having. I opened a conference yesterday with libation. Heard some beautiful brothers and sisters, you know, obviously. Which, let me tell you what was interesting to me, that uh, we were interesting to me, that, you know, of course, they, from African countries, a lot of them speak not their true native, they speak French. Or they speak Spanish, and, and and we were talking earlier about wouldn't it be great to speak in a language that is our own, maybe Swahili or whatever. But that so that we can have cultural privacy. But hey, but check it out: the Pan African Federalist Movement, One Africa, One Africa family. I appreciate y'all, all y'all, Jay, all y'all, Irv, my my good brother, and uh, all those who listen, brothers and sisters. We end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do without, and sure in the hell don't want to pay for. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful weekend. Shimhotep means go in peace. Asante sana means thank you. Bibi Fahorie. Bibi Fahorie means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. Peace, family. All right. Hey, oh. Yo.